All right. Whoa. Would be nice if I bring the microphone in the house. Otherwise, it's going to be a problem if I don't have the microphone and I don't speak on the front of the microphone. So, whoa. We got excited people here. Well, yeah. Dr. Goodman. Wow. Yeah. All right. Hey, we're going to start in a few minutes. How are you doing since this afternoon? Just, I'm doing just fine. How about you? Oh, I'm doing, 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 doing good. Um, something funny, actually. I was looking at my website, and this week, uh, for the topic and the small, vide uh, small videos, or short videos, not small, short videos, was actually... Um, how to build a website to make it successful, and you were talking about the website, which is funny. Okay. About your website, yeah, yeah. So, I was, I, oh, Denise is probably don't know, but Dr. Goodman just landed on my uh, teaching uh, class, and I do here on wisdom about. Um, the strategy and building website and getting the right messages when you're a business owner and you don't know and the cross sales, the up sales, the down sales, et cetera, et cetera. So Dr. Goodman just uh, decided to claim and uh, ask about his website. <laughs> and I said we needed to talk to the boss first as well, but uh, talking about, um, you know, setting up the right messages and everything and explaining to, it was a good example actually, uh, talking about, uh, you know, uh, in the process of revamping his website. So, but yeah, there is a little uh, video on my uh, website about um, marketing and revamping. And Oh, good. Messages. I'll check it out. I will I will uh, send you the the link for that okay. as well. So, but very you know informative and stuff like that. So that was that's what uh, what I was speaking about today. Well, I've been speaking quite since last week. So, but we're gonna wait a little for maybe a minute I or two to get more people and worse. get it started with. Is the volume up? Hold on, we're having some communication issues here. Yeah, I sound like your voice went down. My voice is down. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. So we've got okay, the let's see. It's the way uh, Okay, give me one sec on my side to see if I can. I should not go down, but it feels like, okay, it feels like it's going down now. It's yes. better. Yeah. Okay. okay, it depends on my mic. My microphone has multiple microphones in there, so it depends in which area where I'm talking and then also then it will pick up where it's supposed to pick up. So I always have to uh, twist that microphone for some unknown reason. I love oh. that microphone. It's a good one, but still has his own temper temperament. Okay. Um, well, we've got nine people in the room. Okay. Do you want to get started with, uh, with the topic of tonight, which is communication and uh, we talk and I mentioned to people, you will do an exercise a little bit later on that nobody should be doing with their partners because that should not be a good idea uh, that you're going to demonstrate and uh, talk about as well um, some tips on how to communicate as well, giving us a good tip. So I'm going to leave you the floor for the two of you and let you have it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some some basic things about communicating as a couple are obviously true f 
for any kind of interpersonal communication. Um, you know, just for example, don't talk at the same time. Listen, okay? When we, you know, we all can do that. We've done it, the three of us, um, you know, at times. We've, you know, started talking over each other, and then you can't hear what anybody um, is, is saying. And usually it's very narcissistic because the speakers are more interested in what it is they have to say than listening to what it is that you may be trying to communicate with them. So that's a losing cycle. Um, so having the discipline to, um, you know, stop interrupting each other. And, and if, if, if the tension is so high that you find you can't do that, everybody, you know, the individuals want to talk at the same time and interrupt each other. It's better to stop and cool down and come back, you know, when you can be more rational. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just like now I, I raised my hand <laughs> uh, to, uh, to get the attention so I wouldn't just like. Uh, that was tough. great. Yeah, Thank so, you. Yes. You know, and that's, again, you're sticking with the basics. Yeah. And, you know, I've done that in business meetings, like when I just could not get a word in edgewise and I just was like be tired of trying to break in. I put my arm up in the air which startles people because they're not used to that, you know, and it was really making the point, Hey, I want to say something. So you guys need to stop and listen. Um, so, you know, there's ways to implement this without offending each other. Uh, the other thing that, uh, um, is, um, think before you speak. Um, you know, uh, one of our mentors said, words are deeds, and that's true. You can't take it back once you've said things. And a lot of times people say things to their, you know, intimate partner, uh, you know, out of anger. But sometimes it's, you know, it's deep-seated resentment. And just know that you need to think about the impact of what it is you're going to say. And do you really want to say that? I mean, there are things, you know, once said cannot be unsaid and, um, all things cannot be unsaid. And, uh, you know, if something is particularly hurtful to a person, um, sometimes the intimate partner will use that, you know, against them, you know, by saying, you know, reminding them that, you know, of something about them or their life that isn't ple pleasant or is critical. So think, think before, before you, um, ask, uh, I mean, before you speak, uh, you know, there's a story about, you know, a woman who went on a date with a guy and, you know, she said she wanted to go to the opera and that she wanted him to wear a tuxedo and, and take him in her in a limousine. And then when they got there, um, you know, she, she was critical about everything. 
She said, the car is not a real limousine. The opera tickets are too far up. Um, and, you know, she didn't like his talks. Um, well, you know, th that made the guy, the guy went out of his way to get tickets and get a limo and a, a tux. And so instead of acknowledging that, she just found everything wrong. Yeah. As well as he uh, got his friend to drive for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so so I mean, he had a chauffeur? He had a chauffeur. Wow. You know, and she wasn't really thrilled about none of it because it wasn't a limo. Uh -huh. And that's the whole thing she was uh, really angry about. It wasn't what she asked for. But if she just had appreciated that. She could have had more. Right. And yeah. no, and, but no, she didn't. And so uh, like nine out of 10, if she's not going to appreciate what she have now, she probably ain't going to appreciate what she have later. That's right. Um, okay. Are we and, still on? The thing yes, you are. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Um, you know, uh, so another thing, um, you know, when you, when you do communicate with your spouse or partner, uh, you should, Remember that, you know, what is your goal? You know, if your goal is to make the relationship bond better, um, then it's worth putting time into being deliberate about your com about your communication style and, you know, what it is that you say and do. Um, you know, try to understand, you know, what the other person is, uh, you know, feeling and and why they do they what they do um you know you want to consider their feelings um you know it's 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 not like you're just delivering a straight up commu functional communication like you might you know completing a a minor business transaction in a store you know hello here you pay for this thing and you know, hello, goodbye, thank you. Um, you know, those are, those interactions don't have to be special. But when you're talking with your intimate partner, you need to pay attention to what you're saying, what you're saying. Um, and you know, the other th another thing that we advise is um, don't don't bring up things that happened a long time ago. Um, you know, especially if something was unresolved or, you know, um, I mean, it was resolved, you know, saying things like, you know, you do this or you always do this or you never do this. Um, um, you know, it, it's not helpful. So you know, we could, we could all, sit there and you know bring up things that happened last week last year 10 years ago whatever it was but is that really important now and what is your goal in bringing that up if it's something negative then there's absolutely no point in it um you know people like us who've been together for a long time have all had all kinds of stuff go on in our relationship all kinds of stuff good, bad, fun, not fun, you know, all of it. Um, 
it's it's how you respond to the situations and how you you know decide to go forward that matters what um uh, you know something that comes up a lot with people it doesn't with us because we have that worked out but um like people accuse the other person often of doing something like cheating on them if if that's the right word um or lying or something about being untruthful um it, it it doesn't help to accuse somebody of something that they didn't do or didn't intend to do um you know the 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 nonsense about you know being jealous and accusing somebody of having a, like say cheating for example if it's not real um and you don't know it for sure why are you bothering to 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 try to bring this crap up uh when it's just your own insecurity yeah right now just like earlier i should uh, well i'm not a cop i'm making another cup of coffee even though she got coffee in her cup i asked her would you like a fresher cup of coffee now not just assuming that since I, i'm out of coffee i'm gonna make coffee she have coffee you know so it's just being respectful to each other you know and uh having that uh communication uh go just keep going not assuming right yeah um and uh, actually did emma did you have a question i had one but she can't it because i was ready to play the devil advocate and i say and asking well how far back can you go and blame <laughs> Well, it, it, it depends what your goal is. If your goal is to destroy the relationship, you can yeah. like you can go back to just about everything, you know. I mean, but what is your goal, you know, really? And so if it's if okay, so let me ask you this because that's that's I, I like that uh, talk we're having right now, that conversation. Because if a person, let's say, you don't feel they acknowledge what they have done, or they're trying to avoid to take responsibility of their actions and you bring it up to the table over and over so what do you do about this well you know you got to reevaluate your relationships with people all the time mm -hmm. um you know if if you know is i guess you really if that were me what i would do is i would ask myself, is this a person that I want to be intimately involved with? Um, you know, it's like there are some women or people, men or women or whoever, that when they're dating, they always want the one that they can't have. You know, they like this guy and he's not interested in them or they like this girl and she's not interested in them. Well, you know, here's the thought. Why would you be interested in somebody who's not interested in you? Pining away after this person. It's the same with your question, um, uh, Emma. It's like if somebody's just unwilling to work towards, you know, better understanding and communication, maybe you don't want to be with them. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I think sometimes people just stay together for convenience or the kids or whatever it is. But, um, and if you, if that's what you choose to do, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but just be aware of what it is you're doing and why you're doing it. So if you decide to stay with this jerk, um, then. <laughs> I love Denise. It's like take the, take the baseball bat and Speaking smash it. that person behind the head. Nice. I'm not. <laughs> I didn't saw this one coming. Holy moly. I take the swing out of it. But yeah, because the question at the end of the day is, you know, you can bring things up. And if the person is don't want to be accountable for their action, like you said, it's it's your choice to decide to stay in that relationship or not, or reevaluate why you're sticking around. But right, it would be nice if the person take accountability as well. Yeah, you know, people uh, mm -hmm. and and you know, why we know a lot of people who have, um, you know, quote unconventional relationships. Um, you know that. You know, maybe they have, um, you know, whatever arrangements they have are just not typical two in a box, uh, you know, with a couple of kids um, and having a conscious reality about what your relationship is like now and mm -hmm. how you want it to be. Um, and if that's not how it is, you know, what do you do to get into agreement with the two? Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've like I. You know, we said to you, Emma, in another uh, uh, session, we've had all kinds of different arrangements in our relationship. You know, we've lived in the same house, on the same property, but not in the same house, in the same house, three floors apart, um, you know, in the same, you know, all kinds in different states. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we've we've had all kinds of different arrangements and um, it doesn't matter, you know, it because we were conscious about what we were doing and, you know, we, we maintained connection and we stayed in communication yes. no yes, matter that's, what. That's, right, that's what I was um, just going to say. We maintained that connection, you know, in, uh, so the, the, the level of communication we uh, had with each other, we have with each other, is like I said, a look, you know, and we can do that, you know, and really think about, okay, uh, she's uh, thinking about dinner, she's uh, uh, thinking about going out to dinner, you know, it's things that I can put my attention on her or what it is that she want, you know, mm -hmm. and she can do the same for me, you know, yeah. And she always comes and says, are you hungry? You know, uh, I brought you down dinner. Or I brought, uh, she always bring you down grapes. And, uh, <laughs> 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 He's skinny. Yeah, I guess skinny. We're 165 You're thin. Huh? Um, well, I've always been thin. You know, I'm small, bony, but hey, I'm solid. I weigh 172 pounds. I was a little surprised at that. You know, but uh, with your thirty-two inch waist, <laughs> really? I wasn't even going to say anything about that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I love the way you said it. <laughs> yeah, I was in Costco the other day, and they had you know some really nice 
sweatpants for men with the liner, Eddie Bauer, and they were on sale. They only had large, extra large, extra, extra large, um, no medium. It was like they'll be too big on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, the... A key, the key thing here is respect. Um, you know, we've all observed people who respect each other or respect mm-hmm. others, and it feels good to be around them because, you know, they are generally polite and, you know, thoughtful people. Um, and then we all know people who are disrespectful. Um, yes. You know, I, I have family members who were, you know, can be very disrespectful towards one another. And, um, you know, one of my, my reaction to my family of origin was I moved away at 21, far away. And I kept moving farther away because I didn't want to be around those people. Not my mother. My mother was great. But the others, I didn't want to be around them. Um, so I, I, I arranged my life not to be around them. Um, and you know, I, I visited, I stayed in touch, um, all of that, you know, I used to call my mother every week. Um, she's passed away now, but, um, you know, you don't have to be victimized by the people in your orbit. You can like, choose to get them out of your orbit even if you don't move away you can mm-hmm. stop relating with them life is short why bother um uh you know i've a, it, so that's that's my thought too you know if, if you're staying in an unhappy relationship because you think there's no other choice um then you need to really reevaluate your your own values and judge and and say, what is this what I want for my life? Um, Because it's short and Putin could blow us up tomorrow. I know it's very scary right now. Ukraine and those are my people, Ukrainian. That's yes. Ukrainian. Yes. On my father's side. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, so another thought, another tool, if you will, for couples, um, you know, or families, even, you know, parents with children or, you know, whoever it is, um, you know, is to seek a third party for an intervention. You know, there's all kinds of, of counselors. Um, it's better to not pick like a, a friend or a family member who's got some investment, emotional investment in the situation. So ideally it's, you know, a third party that, um, you know, that you pay. Um, and it, it could, it could be a trusted family member to speak to, to, you know, your significant other. But if you don't have to drag people into it, that are involved in your life. Otherwise it's, it's better. Um, so, you know, that there, and remember that there's all kinds of communication, not just verbal. Um, I always got in trouble since I was a child by make making faces. Um, if I, you know, 
dis disagreed or disapproved of something, you know, that they would say in school, you know, like making faces, and my mother would say, you're making faces. And, you know, that's an example of showing disapproval without uh, speaking. So mm -hmm. the things that you do with your face, with your body, um, you know, all of that communicate something you know it might be that you, you you get mad and go out and don't say where you're going and stay gone for a really long time um you know maybe you doing that because you know that's gonna irritate the other person not that i've ever done anything like this um, <laughs> <laughs> right Dennis, we're gonna believe you right now <laughs> um but, you know, you, you, you have to consider what your behavior, uh, ha what impact your behavior has. You know, a, a good story uh, about a, a close relationship. We were living in San Francisco um, in a house with a bunch of people, uh, most of whom we had known for many years. And one of the guys, um, we had an arrangement where he would cook for uh, the house four days a week for dinner. But he was having, he began to have some medical problems and it was getting to be too much for him to do that, but he didn't want to stop. And, um, you know, he wouldn't, he wouldn't listen to us. We wanted him to stop and to put his attention and energy on his health. So um, what Dr. Goodman did one day, um, he, he went down to the kitchen. We had a, a, a big kitchen with a big, you know, professional stove and all that. And he, and he, he rarely cooked ever in that house. He started, gets out the pan, you know, and starts getting things out. And our friend, let's call him Joe, um, said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm making my dinner. I told you I don't want you to cook for us anymore. And it wasn't just us. There were 14 people in the house. And that was, that really pissed him off um, in a way. But it was a demonstration of not just saying we don't want to cook for you to cook for us anymore. It's like, get out of the way. I'm going to cook myself. And shortly after that, he agreed to stop cooking um, for the house. So that was a very loving thing, um, mm -hmm. really, because, yeah. it, you know, it was extremely loving. And that's, you know. And he asked me, now, what do I supposed to be doing or something? I said, go take care of yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's there's ways to communicate beyond words you know by our actions um and th those things are really really important um you know especially when you live with somebody or you're they're a significant part of your life um okay yeah have i, I want to add on to that we started uh all uh making dinner and uh we would have uh make uh was it uh, menu, and then we would go ask him for his approval, and uh, and he just really was looking forward to that, and it would just really brighten his day. You know, he was uh, relaxed more. You know, he really did start taking care of himself. You know, and he 
even convinced us that he was doing better and showed us papers, the doctor papers, and he was okay to, you know, and we still were like helping cook until uh, one day he just kicked us all out of the kitchen. And so we said, all right, he's back at it. You know, he's his <laughs> old self again. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but yeah. it was uh, like, like I said, this here, it's a family affair, you know, and we just created the family of taking care of one another, you know, and so. Right. Um, and that was an exercise within itself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even just putting attention on each other and, and knowing that all of us would do that. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's also really important to acknowledge uh, your significant other, um, you know, appreciate, share that you appreciate them. Um, last week, I guess it was, um, uh, we had had an interaction here, uh, Dr. Grimman and I, that uh, I felt really good about afterwards, but I had to leave and run upstairs and do something else, like, and, and you know, get out of the situation due to time and some other commitment. And I didn't take the time to acknowledge him and say how I was feeling because it was good. And I was proud of him and uh, I didn't. So a couple days later, I told him I about that. I said, you know, the other day I, I didn't say this to you, but oh, blah, blah, blah. And so even though it would have been better in the moment, at least I brought it up again. And I remembered that I, I, I could have taken the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, right. And also I had that feeling of she did acknowledge uh, me and know uh, and what I was doing, you know, uh, truthfully just by the stroke on the head. You know, and saying that she had to run upstairs to upstairs to do something, you know. Uh, but I, I felt good, you know, and I felt like we was going to uh, get back together and, and talk more about it. And uh, looking forward to a Tuesday, uh, like that. Well, Thursday. Looking forward to Thursday. You know, so it's just a, a learning curve for for us, you know, and another tweak uh, that uh, people can do is don't assume but acknowledge that she acknowledge you you know uh, even if it's just a feeling you know you had that thought of being gratified on what she said what y'all said together you know and she had to go do something else but we still had that connection of agreement and the intimacy of what we just got through talking about. Yeah, very good. And, you know, it's also uh, good to, when you're talking about a situation, to make statements that start with I as opposed to you. You know, you do this, and I don't like it when you do that, and you, you, you. 
but it could be I, like, I feel frustrated when you don't take out the trash on Tuesday. Um, you know, as opposed to saying. But I do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was cute. Um, yes, it is. Uh, you know, it's, it, oh, that, that would be better than saying, you didn't take the garbage out again, you know, um, which is so, attack. So yeah. basically would be, sorry to interrupt you, so basically would be more acknowledging of frustration, but in a way that doesn't say, you know, you're not going to blast somebody else's head off, but just express that I am frustrated because... You have not taken the garbage again on Tuesday, and I had to do it again when you said you would. It would be a better approach. Right. D that's okay. right, you know. Yeah. And knowing right. that uh, she appreciates that I do take the garbage out on Tuesday, you know, uh, even when I do take it out, she said, oh, you took out the garbage? Oh, yes, baby. No. But I'm... Um, <laughs> Looking forward to that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Even I like your role play, Doctor Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> you have the sweetest voice right. ever, Denise, through Doctor Goodman. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, right. you know, he had some good training from his father. Oh, that's good. But okay. at least it's nice because it shows that as an ex it's a simple example. It's an everyday thing or you know once a week thing but at least is the fact that you go back and acknowledge dr goodman when he is taking the trash which you know most people would you know don't give a ding dong because at that point it's like well he's doing what he's supposed to so taking the extra step to say thank you and acknowledge it is a plus mm -hmm. it's a good thing it, it yeah. is you know and uh i i, I know she makes dinner you know and uh, I said thank you, and then she makes my plate. I said thank you, and then when I uh, take the plate back, you know, say it was really good. Thank you, you know. It's true. I mean, I that didn't used to happen in you know my parents' household. You know, my father just assumed my mother was supposed to do all these things, yep. uh, but uh, you know, it doesn't really it doesn't cost anything to say thank you and acknowledge the person um you know i it being polite goes a long way a long way with other people and being polite and acknowledging uh genuinely people you know fake acknowledgement doesn't really work i mean if you don't really mean it then you got a bigger problem than acknowledgement um but anyhow um we talked about a technique that is not something for couples to do with each other, but they can seek out um, withholds. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, you could seek out a. a it's a. It's an exercise called withholds, and um, the purpose of doing this is to reduce charge that you may have. It's. It's not intended for you know two people to communicate what they feel about each other to each other it's it's not the right format but you mm -hmm. can um 
get what's called a withhold monitor. Um, we do sessions with people too, where we're the monitor and we you know, can do uh, withhold sessions with people. Um, so what we can do is demonstrate the technique um, and, uh, you know, by getting in session here with each other. And the way, the way that this is done is that you, you get somebody, you, you, you have to be trained on the technique, but you, you get a monitor who is an individual who is prepared to, uh, who gets into agreement with the exercise. And it's a confidential communication. It's a confidential session. So the monitor and the person giving the withholds agree not to talk about it outside of a withhold session. So that makes it safe. So you get into a secure room where nobody's going to bother you. There won't be any interruptions. Um, phones off, doors locked. Um, no interruptions, and um, the withhold monitor can pull withholds by saying, tell me something you've withheld from me, and you sit facing that person, um, and, uh, you know, you just put all your attention on, on the exercise. So do you want to do um, a couple? Okay. So if, if he's the withhold monitor, Yes, and we have a uh, a little sheet where we read off, you know, and the uh, instructions to the participants. Right, and uh, two uh, people really do get into agreement, and it's really it's more like uh, you have a session with a counselor. That counselor is not going to go out and uh, tell someone else, so it's very safe, you know, to do, and it will re relieve a lot of charge so you can talk about a topic to the your opposite sex you know, or the same sex like that i like it so i'm gonna uh set over there okay <laughs> are you gonna go in a corner <clears throat> i'm on my knees i'm on my knees i don't know why i don't know why either <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what are you doing? Well, I, I'm done. See, okay. I think Dr. Goodman is just doing a freestyle on your side. He's just trying to impress you, Denise. Well, okay. Well, I'm done. All right. <laughs> okay. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to do uh, a session of with those with you now. Is that all right? Yes. Um, would you like to uh, do it instead of me? Uh, do you remember that? Um, oh, you mean me pull withholds from you? Yes. All right. I'll be the I'll be the one pulling withholds. I'm going to do a withhold session with you now. Is that all right with you? Yes. Thank you. Um, the room is secure, the phones are off, there'll be no interruptions during this session. Everything that is said is confidential between you and I. It, um, 
it will not leave the room and we won't bring it up with each other outside of a withhold session. Do you agree with that? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, the terminal that you want to do withholds on, um, do you have a particular person that you want to do withholds about? Um, my brother, Michael. Okay. Um, tell me some, then we're going to, I'm going to start the withhold session now. Tell me something you've withheld from Michael. I haven't seen him in a long time and I do miss him. Thank you. Tell me something you've withheld from Michael. Uh, during the summer, I usually go and hang out with him uh, during Arkansas and just uh, hang out and reminisce and do stuff with him as well as my cousins. Thank you. Tell me something you've withheld from Michael. I like it that he got a new car. Thank you. Tell me something you've withheld from Michael. Um, so sort of holding it in, I uh, sort of want him to come and visit me, you know, and uh, even though I know he's working, but I still have that uh, want. Thank you. I'm going to end this withhold session now. Is that all right with you? Yes. Thank you. Okay, so that's a little mini version of, of like a withhold session. So um, it really helps to be specific. Um, so like, you know, it, saying things like, you know, I want world peace. Well, that's nice, um, but, you know, everybody does. But being specific um, about, you know, something to that person. For example, I might say uh, something like, uh, yesterday when you wouldn't eat the soup I made, I felt bad, which is not true because he eats everything. <laughs> no, really. I love it. <laughs> I love that. But but what but the goal is to re for the person saying the withholds mm -hmm. it it relieves charge for them right so you know if I'm running around feeling bad about he wouldn't eat my soup I made um, and and I get that off my chest by saying something to you know in a safe environment. Um, then I'm likely not to feel that charge anymore, um, or not as much anyway. Um, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, so and it, it it can also be um, you know the other part of withholds is overts, which is which are actions. So you could say you know tell me something you did to uh, me if I was pulling withholds on me or just being a generic monitor. Um, mm -hmm. So you could say, 
you know, something like when you turn your back, I put more salt in the soup because you never put enough salt. <laughs> I had a couple of Valium in your drink when you were around. You <laughs> Oh, I crush some happy pills so you could go to sleep faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, as well as uh, to withhold the people don't say much to each other is I love you. Oh yeah. 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 The greatest withhold is withhold is withheld love. love. Um, so anyhow, we, we do sessions, you know, with clients, uh, that, um, about withholds, we either can run sessions for them via video, um, conference call, uh, over the, you know, many platforms that are available to us. Um, you know, these are sessions that we charge people for. We also train withhold monitors. So those, those things are available and, you know, can be really helpful tools for individuals if they want to incorporate them into their lives. Um, but the whole point is you don't do withholds on each other to each other because then you probably end up having to fight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will agree. So on this one, yeah. you need, you need a safe place. First of all, I believe to be able to speak freely and really express ourselves. And I think if it's a one-on-one -on -one with somebody who um, can do that and is not somebody related right. to, 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 to me or to anybody, it makes it easier to be able to talk about it. That's what I would say on my side by That's listening right. to it. That yeah. Is same like getting a, you know, go, getting a, a counselor, you know, or a third party <clears throat> who's not invested in you personally, you know, yeah. you're, I, you're, ideally you're paying them for a service, a professional service. And that makes it, that, that just changes everything. Um, and, that's, and that's somebody who can judge you or you feel you're going to be judged. You know what I mean? If it's somebody right. close to you and knows you, they may be just say, what was wrong with you? Right. Because you don't care if the therapist yeah, is Yeah. Right? And that's because why. That, that you're the customer. And, yeah. you know, you're, uh, it, and a good therapist wouldn't think you're a jerk. Um, uh, yes. They might, but they wouldn't let you know it. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, uh, you tell the guy out of hand and start being a jerk, you know, uh, I will call you on it, you know, uh, but yes, it's, it, it's a lot of my dear, are you going to be a jerk? I'm going to be a jerk right along with you, you know, so that's not the goal. You know, mm -hmm. the goal is to, uh, just diminish the anger and, and, and the fights and frustration. So people can uh, relate with each other uh, like they did when they first met. Uh, so they don't really think about that, you know, but uh, as time goes on, they don't forget uh, why they met, uh, why they did together, you know. Mm -hmm. And like uh, she was saying, they uh, end up being uh, together because of the kids. No, some uh, financial reason, no, but mm -hmm. they don't really uh, care about each other. Uh, no. So that really takes a toll. It does. How long generally does session last? 
if you do a session like that with holds um yeah. 15, like minutes, 15 minutes at the most um you know after that it gets kind of fatiguing um so if you the 15 minutes would include you know the is we run the instructions all the time anyway in every session no matter how many times you've done it um and then you know you actually do the session and then we do what's called a restoration of having this at the end so from beginning to end about 15 minutes okay well about 30 minutes if, if it's reading it and doing the restoration of having this you know you want to bring them down but yeah, uh, 15, 20 minutes, that's just why I said 15, 20 minutes, you know, but uh, to really uh, get them back in their body, body is mm -hmm. to really do a 30 minute session, you yeah. know, and then they feel like they can drive, you know, uh, and then they might want to bring up something else, you know, so it goes on and on. We don't like uh, do it and push them out the door, right? You no. Know? So that's just, uh, that'll be a no-no, so. Well, like no, because that. you try to calm them down. So if they're still hyper, then you want to make sure they can, you know, calm down and be more centered. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I did have a client that was just going on and on, and, uh, and once they calm down and talk, they realize they were saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. That happens. <laughs> that, that happens. <laughs> yeah, been there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Different way to express it, but been there. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, those are, you know, that's our, um, you know, that's kind of the, our, our repertoire there. You know, there, you know, there's all kinds of things people can do together to improve their communication. Um, you know, a, a really good thing to do, you know, especially for people like me who can get be a hothead sometimes is to stop and think about what it is you're, you know, about to say or do because it, you know, doing things impulsively can create problems. Uh, you know, if you had you know, two minutes to think about it, you might not make that same choice. Yes, that is a training on its own. Like, yeah, I do know that for that because I'm hot-headed too, so. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It can be difficult too. All right. So how do you, how do you ground yourself and what do you tell yourself? Uh, if I have to stop and think, what do you say to yourself? You, you said it right there. You just said it. Stop, stop and, think. and think. Yeah. Um, something that works for me um, is, you know, I'll remove myself from a situation and, you know, I'll walk into my bedroom, which is, you know, pretty much my sanctuary. Um, and, or I'll go for a walk uh, if the weather's nice or uh, go to the grocery store just because there's always something you need at the grocery store, no matter what. But I'll get myself away from the immediate situation until I can like process what's going on. Um, you know, and clearly there's 
all kinds of degrees of, of things, you know, just walking yep. into another room is, is not as drastic as getting in the car and driving away. Um, but it, you know, it doesn't have to be some big deal. Just, you know, clear, go into the grocery store and you have something else to think about for a little while. You know, what do I need? Do I need anything? Um, you know, there's always something you need. Um, yeah, I do that uh, just going out there in the garden, you know, and just uh, whether I'm plant anything or not, just uh, put my hand in the dirt, you know, and turn it over, you know, and uh, look at the flower, I mean, at the plant, at the vegetables, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like that, you know, a uh, few times I, I just for the hell of it, you know, I, I, I named uh, one of the vegetables. You, you named know, it? I named it, you because know, it was growing, uh -huh. you know, and so I just named it, and I said, oh, you grow a little bit more today, you know, and stuff like that, so it's just, it. yeah, just talk to it, you know, yeah. and you, you uh, so I get in agreement with yourself, you know, and it just clear thoughts, it clear the thoughts that you want, uh, thinking about that you feel like you can't do, uh, mm -hmm. It's going to be hard to do, uh, you know, or somebody says something that why you can't do it, you know, it's, you let all of that go, you know, because you notice your vegetable's going to grow, you know, especially if you water it, you know, and uh, aerate it, you know, and uh, you know, like that, you know, and talk to it, you know, so you uh, have a, a winning moment yeah. with yourself. Mm -hmm. That's right. A winning moment. You know, often we don't think about having ourselves win um, because it doesn't feel good if you're angry or, um, you know, displeased about something. You know, one way to get to get rid of negative feelings is to get into agreement with what is. Um, and by that, I don't mean accepting, you know, somebody's beating you over the head with a baseball bat. The the goal is not to get into agreement with it. That, that would be yes. wrong. Um, but, <laughs> I would say no. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if, if um, you know, for example, I mean, this may seem trivial. If I, I want to make. I want to cook something, but um, one of our, our housemates here uh, likes to cook too, but it, it doesn't really work if we're trying to cook at the same time. So I could walk into the kitchen and see that she's getting ready to cook something and I could be all disappointed because I wanted to cook then. Um, you know, when how or i could just get into agreement with it and be like okay she's cooking now i'll i'll cook later or i won't cook today mm -hmm. you know whatever it is but i don't have to you know be all disappointed and upset um it's not worth it uh, <clears throat> at all yeah uh, even uh maybe to, you like what she cooking uh you throw a, a couple more uh, things in there and y'all cook together no that's right yeah you know so but uh like i said all limitation of self-imposed so 
it's on us to be in agreement with what is now, you know, mm-hmm. and that is your current circumstances. No. Right. Like we don't mm-hmm. have to be in agreement with Russia's invasion of Ukraine um, because it's just so reprehensible and morally wrong. But I'll, I, I digress. Um, but, you know, there are things about the circumstance that you can be in agreement with, like either the sanction. Here we have a terrible, awful thing that's happening. It's, it's criminal. It's murder. Uh, but we can be in agreement with the sanctions that the mm-hmm. world leaders are placing on Russia. Um, yeah. You know, that, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it doesn't mean you have to compromise your values or stay in an abusive relationship. I mean, there are pe- there are women especially that stay in abusive relationships because they don't know how to do, they don't n- know what to do, or they have such low self-esteem that they're willing to put up with, you know, somebody who's battering them either emotionally or physically, because emotional abuse is just as bad. Uh, right, yeah. I they agree with you on that. No, and the the worst part is the scar we don't see. Is what? The worst part is the scars we don't see. The scars we don't see. We do not see the scars. We don't know. Uh, Yes, and and, uh, emotional scars you ain't going to never see. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, just the expression on their face, knowing that uh, they is not being treated right. You know, and they're not happy, but all the abuse that they take day in and day out, yeah. you know, uh, they trying their best to hide that, you mm-hmm. know, with a fake smile. Yep. And, and so, uh, yes, uh, that's why a lot of people end up in jail or prison because it said, uh, she said, I'm not going to take it no more. You know, I got this butcher knife. I'm just going to cut his head off. Yep. You know? You know, and, and a lot of time they go at the second year, you know. I know. So, um, you know, that's our that's our shtick on communication. Mm-hmm. Do you now. have any other tip that you could give about um, how to communicate with your mate? Because I like the fact that the reinforcement um, um, acknowledgement. Positive. Yeah, positive reinforcement. Positive. Yep. Um the fact that you acknowledge uh, also if you feel frustrated or you're ready to implode in somebody else's faces because they're not doing what they're supposed to do or you ask them to do something and they did not. Instead, then uh, verbally saying, you did not do it, blah, blah, blah. You, um, you modified it by talking about the feeling, I am feeling upset or whatever you want to call it because... You were supposed to take the garbage. Dr. Goodman, you were supposed to take the garbage at 6.30, and you did it at 6.35. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> well, yeah. um, you know, I, well, you know, the, in that case, I'd say check, check, your, check your values. Yeah. See if it's really important. But yeah. I think and a really critical thing is to... If you're really charged up or upset about something is to not engage with the person at that time because 
you're not in your right mind if you're upset. That's what I said, like maybe go for a walk, go to the grocery store, go into another room, go do something, do something that you like, that you enjoy, that's going to distract you. You know, maybe you want to think about what's going on on that walk, or maybe you don't, but you, you just, you need to get yourself into a calm state and think about why am I angry? You know, what can I do differently? And, you know, then come back and and make, make a deliberate appointment with your um, significant other to, to maybe like to, to talk about this issue that you're, having disagreement about or upset about, you know, make a, make a date to go to lunch. Oh, they're going to be back in just a minute. The time has dropped and I totally lost track of that too, when they were talking. Um, So that's a very interesting thing. The other thing too, I want to point it out as well is the awareness because Denise, you mentioned that we need to stop ourselves in a tr- on our track, which you aware um, you aware of your own energy and how your mood can change or how you can get upset. But I think there is a lot of people who don't. They go on autopilot and they don't stop themselves. Basically, before they implode, they don't think about oh, I need to. You know, they don't have in the habit to just okay. Now it's heating up. Now I'm beginning upset. I'm aware of my energy. So I'm going to step back and go and do something else and come back when I'm calmer. And as you said, go to a lunch, have a conversation and uh, or dinner, having a conversation in public, just having, you know, eating and connecting. But I think there is a step that most people are missing is by the time they're starting, ups- they're, they're starting to be more upset, out of control, they are already on autopilot and ready to go to the jugular, ready to go to the fight instead of stepping back. Yeah, instead of stepping back, because mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> the, the thought that came to mind is uh, what interests you in that person in the first place? You know, and uh, does it really value you? You know, and and do you really value that person? You know, and so you have to stop and ask yourself, what do you want in the relationship? You know, because it's not going the way that you and her are in agreement. Mm-hmm. So, what is it that we are doing? So, stop and ask yourself that question, not each other. No, because it boils back down to who you are. So true. Good. Um, yeah, you know, getting, you know, also I think it, for, for many people, it's a matter of maturity. Um, you know, if, if you're in an, uh, working in corporate America for basically all of my career, um, I, had to learn to, you know, there are lots of things that happen and and work that can be, you know, triggering, if you will. And you can't just 
like, well, I guess you could, but if you want to survive, you don't just run around blowing up at your coworkers or your boss or, you know, calling them names or yelling and screaming because that's not sustainable. It's not acceptable. Um, you know, it used to be more so, um, but, you know, these days you can't, you know, it's not okay to um, yell at coworkers or, um, you know, be abusive to your subordinates um, because people just don't tolerate that anymore in the workplace. But, um, you know, you learn to walk away, if you will, from, from triggering situations or, you know, not respond in anger. Um, because it won't serve you at all. So you need to like need, nobody needs to do anything. You can do that in your purse, in your personal life as well. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're walking around, uh, angry, frustrated, no, just unhappy, you know, and then you want to, uh, carry that on with to another conversation and uh, bring them down with you. And so, and that's the topic you're gonna to talk about over and over on whoever listened to you. And so that's uh, one of the key points of, yes. uh, of, of communication. Yeah. So like that, yeah. So do you help individuals who have a hot temper and you know could don't have the awareness of um how they react to situation do you help people like that uh, yes you know i don't limit uh uh that's why i said my alternative lifestyle coach because there is alternatives on in every relationship and uh for some of therapists for people's being angry uh uh therapists for uh, anxiety, so uh, I have a little bit of it all, and I'm related with a lot of people's uh, with a little bit of it all. <clears throat> so I dealt with it myself. Excuse me. <clears throat> Just by <clears throat> excuse me. Just uh, by being dyslexic, I have the feeling of okay, I'm, I'm dyslexic, I don't, I don't know, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, I, I know, so, but instead of having that, I don't know feeling, you know, uh, my parents and uh, relatives encourage me, so it's the level of encouragement that that person have. Uh There is some uh, side, I mean, uh, uh, therapist, you know, uh, really don't care about uh, your feelings, you know, we is uh, doing the job, you know. So, mm -hmm. and but then I, I don't really claim to be in one special uh, thing, you know. I will give you the experience that I have, you know, uh, went through, you know, and uh, I think me myself, uh, I had pretty good experience and I feel like I went through them. And I succeeded, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I would tell somebody uh, on 
my suggestion on how I did it, but I wouldn't give you uh, saying to uh, do it the way I did it. Because, That's uh, right. Yeah. So, um, no, but you can bring, by your experience, you can bring the awareness to that person because it comes down to how uh, aware are we of our changes of mood. And too many times we go on a fly or fight mode because it's a reflex, because we have been doing it all of our lives. And learning to stop ourselves on our tracks can be a little bit more challenging at the beginning, but when we're aware of it or we get some pointers, it helps us to do that. Because I've learned well, a long time ago with the hot temper I have uh, to step back and knowing if I feel inside of me the energy boiling, I'm like, okay, we're going to stop the conversation and take it later on. I said, I'm stopping right there and I walk out of the room and it can take maybe a week after, then I will sit down and come back to that conversation. But being able to stop ourselves on our tracks, I think is the key, um, especially when you're in a relationship and you love the person, but you don't want to tear each other apart. Then there right. is a way that both of the partners need to respect each other because some of them, and I've seen it in corporate as well, that when conversations start to be heated, they want to continue the fight. And it's like, we're not listening to each other anymore. So that's, that, that's nothing here at this point. It's just a fist fight. It's just throwing more oil to the fire, but it doesn't do anything at all. And it, I think couples need to acknowledge each other that we agree to disagree, but we have to respect each other and learn that if one pulls out of the conversation, then we need to do the same. Instead of chasing the person in the room, <laughs> try to continue to have a conversation for, you know, that will not be beneficial. So that, I think, is something people need to learn as well. We all need to learn or be reminded of. Yes, being on the world of, your awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, so you are uh, just aware of what it is that you are doing right now because you're assuming that that other person know how you are feeling and you done did this once before, you know, and, and it goes on and on. It turns into assuming. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts small for a dishes that goes wrong and then that goes after the in-laws. <laughs> yeah, and you're not aware of that, you know. It's you just, just want to be from... right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and at the end you ask yourself, it started with what? Just uh, dishes, just one thing on the dishes and that was it. I'm like, wow, I do want to a full war? Wow, it's like, okay, <laughs> it's not good. But it's being able to stop and not try to continue a conversation or... You know, but we have a tendency sometimes to do that. Maybe you guys don't, but we, the rest of the world, have a tendency to continue to do that. And it's learning to step back. It's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign of retreat. It's being able to continue a conversation without tearing each other apart. Right. Yeah. Which is and, different. Um, you know, people need to reevaluate their circumstances. Uh, all the time. Um, there's no, uh, no prize given at the end of life for staying in a bad relationship. Um, you know, it, it, 
you know, there's nothing to be gained from it. You know, if you have kids and you're always fighting, um, you know, how's that going to affect them? Um, you know, if, if, would they be happier if, you know, you, you separated and, you know, we're not, it, and, and we're ha then happy around them instead of miserable around them. Um, so. Uh, yeah, like I was watching a movie and it's a, uh, uh, guys working over 20 years at his job and uh, he was uh, about to retire and uh, everybody was excited and, uh, and he was still in bed and uh, he said uh, why get up just gonna give me a gold watch okay <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore <laughs> yeah. no I would say give me a couple just for the road <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> I'm just like I go double. Yes, yeah. I lost the first one. Yeah, I wanted one for the weekend, one for the weekend. <laughs> oh, but no, that that is so true. It's it's the communication. It's how we we acknowledge each other's and like you said, a lot of us don't acknowledge the little thing. Yeah, you know it. it, it it's, on the theme of, you know, being a, a mind reader, you know, a lot of people in their, you know, intimate partner relationships think, well, he knows, he should know what I want. He should know what I like. Why? Did you ever tell him? You know, it, 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 it that goes for everything from, you know, what you might enjoy having for your birthday, whether it's, um, you know, you, you make a, I want somebody to make me homemade strawberry ice cream, or I want to go to the moon. I mean, it's, there's a whole big range of things that you could want, but if you don't communicate that clearly, then you're mm -hmm. likely to get, um, you know, instead of strawberry ice cream, you're likely to get chocolate mousse and you might be allergic to it. Um, yeah because you weren't clear about mm -hmm. what it is that you wanted. And a little thing that uh, we do that is not out, that helps with getting what you want is making a, a want list. And the purpose of a want list is, is like not to put down, you know, big lofty goals or desires like world peace, because, you know, my partner can't, can't create world peace. Um, although we would all like to have that, but mm -hmm. uh, I, yeah. Just the story you was telling that you put your little want list on the fridge, yep. you know, and I go and know and get something from that, and you go, oh, you're at my want list, you know, and it was like a surprise uh, to her as well as to me, and we both know. Uh, it's right there on the, on, the, I, on the refrigerator, you know, but we sharing the emotion with each other. Right. I yeah. can still be thrilled that I got, you know, uh, the yellow roses that I wanted or whatever it is that mm -hmm. I put on the list. You know, it could be, um, you know, paint the, paint the window in the garage, uh, the windowsill in the garage. Which I is like actually it. a thing. <laughs> I know what I was thinking. Yeah, you sure you should see me looking at over there. We haven't talked about that. No, but I knew she was saying this for something. 
Because <laughs> we're from the roses to the the the, the window. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, it, it, but it does need painting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not really it's not meant to be a to do list for house projects, but it it could include some stuff. And the idea too is to you know you give people a way to win. You know, it's like I I might see that somebody else in the house has a want list and. Um, or I visit a friend and they have want lists and, you know, I could see, you know, this happened, uh, once Barbara Mill, Barbara wanted brown earrings oh, oh, yeah. and, you know, she was a friend of mine and I'm frequent guest at her home. And, um, it was like impossible to find brown earrings, but I make earrings and I understood this because brown was one of my main colors too. So I like it was nothing for me to make a couple of pairs of earrings and give them to her as a gift. And um, you know she had that on her want list. And so the next time I went there, I brought her some brown earrings and gave them to her, and she was thrilled. And it. I felt great because I could give her something that she really wanted that was hard to get in the world, but easy for me to provide. It was a total win. So um, I just have to specify one thing or ask the question because I'm going to be the devil advocate. Do we put a time frame on those do li on those want lists or not? Because I'm sure some no, people will do that, you know. They're expecting by next week. I want the entire thing to be at my doors, at my in front of me. Well, you could put that down. You know, it just depends how. I, you know, I guess. I don't know because if you put the time frame to me, it's kind of killing the mood too. So uh, yeah, and generally, I. You know what I mean? That. You know, I mean, there are certain things that could be inherently have a time frame, like yeah. you might. I want tickets to the concert, you know, and the concert's coming to town on whenever it is, right? Yeah. So, you know, th there's like a time to that, but generally not, no. Um, okay. You know, people, and then you just change up your want list whenever you feel like it. Right, yeah. Uh, at the university there, it was uh, on the refrigerator. Um, the bulletin board. The bulletin board, yeah. Uh, Di Diana, she... Uh, felt like she wasn't being loved, and that's what she had on her want list. Uh, tell me you love me. And, uh, and so people walked by, and she still said, I love you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. I, love, I mean, that costs people nothing. I mean, that is a sweet thing, but usually you don't see stuff like so that. Stuff yeah. like that, you know, yeah. but it oh, was just cute. like the love we were sharing for, with each other, you know. Yeah. And so that, that was fun, you know, and uh, uh, one person seen uh, Diana walking down the, um, the hallway. He said, oh, Diana, Diana. He said, oh, yeah, what? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. and, and so, and it was another lady, you know, she said, well, this was on a walk, that's, you know, she haven't crossed it off yet, so she still wants people to tell her that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, right no, I, I, uh, I, I love that very, no, I love that very much. That's, uh, that, that's a nice way to do it. I like the fact, that's why I wanted to specify that because I'm sure people are going to hear that and say, well, I want the list by next week, but 
It's like, no, like you mentioned, if it's a concert, if it's something like that, yes, you want the tickets on due time. You don't want to end up over there and show up and it's all sold out and you cannot have it. But what what we're looking at is for giving the time for the mate to be spontaneous, meaning it's not on your timing, it's on their timing. What you give them is a want list. Now it's up to them which day they're going to do it. You don't know. That's the surprise. For me, it's the That's right. of and surprise. You know, it's like anybody right. could fulfill what's on your want list. Like I yeah. went to my friend's house. She mm-hmm. wanted brown earrings. I mean, that I was the person to provide that, you know. Um, it's not just, it, it's, you know, anybody can provide what's on there. And right. I think yeah. one of the problems that I know one of the problems that exists in, in among people is that often you ex- people expect their intimate partner to provide everything that they could possibly want in a person. Oh, yep. I want that person to like my cooking. I want that person to be a good husband. I want him to be a good father. I want him to be a good provider. I want mm-hmm. him to be a good horseback rider. I want him to be yep. a good golfer, whatever it is. It's like, guess what? Because I like to ride horses or go golfing. Well, how realistic is it? It's unrealistic to expect to get all these things in all these, if you have diverse interests, to get that from one person. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to travel a lot for my work. I was married to a guy and um, uh, he loved to go to the movies. I could not stand going to the movies. I remember when to one and I reached to put my seatbelt on like I was on an airplane. So the last thing I wanted to do was to be stuck in a chair for a couple hours, you know, when I'd been traveling all over the place. But I would let my girl, two girlfriends that were were close friends to both of us, I would let them know I was going to be gone. And, you know, one would go to the movies with my husband. One would go out to dinner with him. It was great because they entertained him while I was gone. And mm-hmm. I appreciated that. And, you know, most, many people wouldn't do that or they wouldn't think to do that. Um, but you can't expect to, to, to that person to provide everything for you and you to provide everything for them. You have to have, you know, more outlets than that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what's the alternative lifestyle. And, uh, and that's what it was. No, we would like uh, take each other out, you know, and the expectation of having sex, you know, was out of the question. We was uh, really enjoying the uh, sensuality part of it and the level of communicating, you know, and so that was a lot of fun, you know, and so that like brings uh, out the next thing, you know, uh, somebody put on their want list, uh, I want to say thank you every time I see someone, and that person did, you know, but mm-hmm. alone, you know, she walked around and said thank you, you know, yeah. you did something for me over mm-hmm. the years, you know, I just want to say thank you, <laughs> oh, you're welcome, you know, like that, right. you know. But the acknowledgement is best when it's specific and immediate. <laughs> right, you know, mm-hmm. but a... Uh, we was uh, doing it at that moment and having fun at it. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, that's the whole goal of you no know, being in the moment with each other. No, uh, I didn't care what she was really thanking me for. You know, 
mm-hmm. you know, you know. But she said that to uh, some other person, she, she said, what you thanking me for? She said, you did something for me over the years. I just want to say thank you, you know. And uh, she walked past me and said, thank you. And I said, you're welcome. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love it. And I love that list. I think that uh, want list is a great way. Uh, also, if your mate doesn't have a clue or is always, you know, doesn't, you know, don't know what you want, to make it a little bit easier as well to surprise you with something that will lift up your spirit and surprise you. So I like that idea of a list um, just to help um, the communication and being spontaneous, having fun. Right. And, it, you know, it might, something what might it. be on that list is, you know, somebody else, somebody to, to take out the garbage every Tuesday, mm-hmm. you know, and not me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it mean you you could put something like that on your want list. Yeah. No that no that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense. I really like that because I said it's connecting with your mate and uh they don't have to try to read your mind and say I'm not a mind reader. I'm like, "Yeah, I know. We know that. You're not a mind right. reader." So that makes it easier for everybody actually. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just can't believe some of the stupid stuff that people do. I had a, a boss once whose wife was such a castrating bitch that... Uh, <laughs> Denise. No, true. Sorry, uh, I know, but it's so funny. <laughs> and that she would, like, you know, not tell him what she wanted, like, for Christmas. And I guess this was a big thing for her. Um, you know, to get to get special presents for Christmas. And instead of like a simple thing like a want list or just telling the guy, hey, you know, I want a Gucci purse or whatever she wanted. Right. Yeah. She would wait for him to get her to guess and get her some kind of present (laughs) that she then wouldn't want. You know, it's like, (laughs) wow. You know, I mean, give the guy an opportunity to win um, by, you know, let him know what it is you want, you know. Um, And then she's mad, you know, that she didn't get what she wanted. Well, whose fault is that? But she hint around, yeah, but she hint around to him about all these other things, but she don't tell him what what it is that she wants. So he heard her uh, say about her, a Gucci bag, you know, but he, uh, but she wanted something else instead. And so he bought her the Gucci bag and she didn't like it. No. Or it was the wrong Gucci bag. But, uh, right. It, it's like, I don't. Was that the wrong car? What's it? Yeah. I mean, she was really like that. And, I, and these people were married for a long time. They had three kids. Um, you know, it's like, wow. Um, you know, I guess if your goal is to torture somebody, then, you know, that's, that's the kind of thing you do, but, um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't serve anyone. No, it doesn't. I would rather give the groceries list with the right picture for the bag. So at least he got the right one. <laughs> right. Yeah, and not being, uh, basically, uh, skinned alive <laughs> afterward, the poor guy, I felt for him. That's bad. 
Oh yeah. my goodness, that's bad. That's set up somebody else's for failure right there. That's sadistic. <laughs> Just terrible. Yeah. That's not right. No. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do like that list. I like the, the acknowledgement as well and the thank you because we don't, I believe, do enough or say enough to just for a little thing. You know, they fix something, they did something, they straight out something or uh, just, you know, be thankful. That's right. And, you know, the, being thankful and acknowledging somebody also gives back to the person doing the acknowledgement. It's like if I if I acknowledge him and say, you know, I really gee, thanks for coming up and making the fire because I don't like to we have pellet stoves here um, that I don't like to have to make the fire. Um, but I always, I, I think I always say thank you. Yeah, you do. Um, you know, I don't assume that he's just going to make the fire and get mad if he doesn't. Um, it's like if he doesn't make the fire, I guess he didn't want to. And that's all right. If I really wanted him to, I'd ask. Um, and then he will. Um, but, you know, I don't have this expectation. I appreciate that he's you know, willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And a few times she said, hey, it's pretty warm up here. You uh, you going to make a fire? Uh, I don't know. I was yeah. making a fire because uh, uh, I'm used to making a fire for you. You uh, you don't want the fire right now. It's okay. You know, it was like uh, acknowledging it, you know, yeah. uh, which it was, you know, whether she wanted one or not. You know, mm. I was doing it because I was in a habit of doing it around that time, no? Yeah. So. Yeah, because I think people are, we uh, as couples are forgetting all of this. And or if there is a good dinner, somebody, you know, uh, someone prepared a dinner and you're there, then you can just say thank you for the dinner. And it really, it acknowledge each other, but we're forgetting to do that. Yeah, you know, I, I think about, you know, the way, um, my father and brother behaved, um, you know, they're not bad people, but, uh, you know, they didn't like, you know, they weren't real big on acknowledgement either, but, and, you know, with him, he's always will say, thank you for dinner. You know, he will thank me every day, um, you know, for something that, you know, I, I, I don't have to make dinner. I don't, I don't cook every day. Um, I don't feel like I'm obligated to do anything. Um, you know, I, I like to cook because I like to eat well and, um, I like for him to eat well, but there's, you know, and the fact that he really appreciates um, that I do cook uh, mm -hmm. is um, makes me feel gratified. Yeah, and those are just small ones. It doesn't need to be huge. Mm -hmm. That's why. And if we are more mindful, then we can do that and thank the person instead of changing from thanking the person to, you know, have a tendency to say, oh, he has not done this or she has not done that or blah, blah, blah. It's just acknowledging the little thing right there. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I brought yeah. my plate up and I was going to wash it. And she said, I'm, uh, got some other stuff. I wash it. Just, uh, put it in the, in the sink. So, okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Just like that. And that's that's because he was also raised like that, you know, not that you can't learn these behaviors, but when I think about it and I think, you know, your your parents ingrained that in you growing up, right? That exactly. you should be polite and say thank you and excuse me. And you know, I know people that came from very different circumstances than you and aren't nearly as polite. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Well, this is what is great is being able to uh, when you have you're living it since you're young kids that makes a huge difference because it's part of your habits. But as adults, we can still change our pattern. That's why I like to talk about the pattern, and we can always change and relearn new patterns. So, starting small maybe it sounds weird to say to your mate that you have not acknowledged for ever, then just to start to do a thank you. That will surprise that person. Like, okay, maybe we are just like, why are you saying that? But if it becomes a habit, then the other person might start to do the same thing as well. If you say thank you, well, I'm going to acknowledge you for something you have done as well. Right. And, you know, the other thing to keep in mind is that part of your own self-esteem and self-worth is not uh not agreeing not agreeing but not putting up with people who don't appreciate you you know that are um dismissive of you it's like why would you do that you know why would you be in a situation where you felt unappreciated and unloved you know if that's the case make a change and that's probably something people need to think about because it depends uh, of your outer conditions and where you grow up and what you have seen around you as well that impacts where you are today. That's right. I mean, mm -hmm. unfortunately, yeah. people um, of either gender, but oh, often yeah. women get stuck in um, an economic trap if yeah. if you know, if the guy is the breadwinner or the main breadwinner um, and, you know, a woman, uh, you know, that was what the case with my parents. Um, you know, my father was the primary breadwinner. So, um, you know, and my mother really didn't have a lot of options. Um, so, you know, they, they managed to make it work, but, you know, there were some real challenging times. Mm -hmm. I understand. But again, yeah. we can change our patterns. So sometimes right. it's scary to do that, but it's for our highest good. And sometimes it's better to walk away and um, learn who we are and learn to respect our own self first before entering yeah. anyone in, in any other relationship. Because the only problem we do, and some people do, uh, is to run to the next relationship, which will be an another unfolding disaster instead of taking the time.